Thank you, thank you, thank you. Todarobah, Rabbi Sherman. Todarobah, Rabbi Wolpe. Morio Marbi. Morio Rabbi. He's my teacher. What a man of great vision and courage. Uh, and Rabbi Sherman and I were in Denver, and I, you know, I gave a lot of little talks about all aspects of the Gaza War. The, the, this talk that really stayed with me was a talk with Rabbi Sherman and other rabbis about the spiritual dimension of the war. You know, we talk about ammunition, we talk about ceasefires. What, does this, what is the challenge of this war for us morally as Jews? And it's not at all easy. Not at all easy. I'm happy to talk about it later. Anna Nazarian, Mazal Tov, Yashukoch, Anna Tannenbaum is the president. Tannenbaum, president. Anybody I left out. Thank you, Julie Platt. Thank you very much, everyone there. Toda, toda, toda. Truma, truma. Donation. Leave it to a Jewish text to begin with, with the word donation. You like that, Julie? Mm. And what kind of donation? A donation, it's not charity, right? It's not stakah. It's a donation. Donation to build the Mishkan, to build the tabernacle. And the tabernacle is holy. And there we learn that in this palsha that God, you know, God's a stickler for details. Have you noticed this? You know, the ark has to be a certain way, the menorah has to be a certain way, the chill beam has to be in a certain way, right? The poles, everything has to be a certain way. And we say that the devil's in the details, but for God, the divinity's in the details. The divinity's in the details. And we also learned something even more profound than that. And what we learned is that holiness is a two-way street. We have to meet God halfway. It's not enough that God endows the Mishkan with holiness. The holiness we bring through donations, through trumot, through giving. Everyone giving to the degree to which she or, can, or he can give. Because some people can give, you know, some people give precious stones. And some people can bring textiles. Some people can bring goat's hair, and some people can bring gold. And each one has the exact same weight as far as the holiness is concerned. And what is this all about? The holiness, the details, and the giving, each according to his or her own ability, is about building a community, about building a people. And it all has to come together the same way. Truma and the lessons of Truma, we are living today in Israel and the war with Gaza. We learn that inintention to detail had tragic, tragic consequences on October 7th. And I don't have to go into where we failed on those details. We failed on the details. But we also learn the power and the power of Truma. Now, I'm very involved in my shul in Jaffa. It's called Zichron Baruch. If you're there, don't miss it. Really don't miss it. It's been written about in the Times of Israel. It's a tiny little shul in what's known as the American colony, Noga. And it's, it's an Orthodox minion, but nobody cares. You come in T-shirts, you come in shorts. No one cares what mitzvot you keep, don't keep. They'll accept you. It's largely, the minhag is largely Mizrahi. And what's interesting about this shul is it has a number of very famous singers in it. And one of the most famous singers in this show is a gentleman named Akiva, okay? Some of you may know him. He recently sold out Madison Square Garden. He's one of Israel's leading, leading singers, a Mizrahi singer. He actually has a last name, Togaman, but he's like Beyonce. He only has one name, Akiva. And Akiva is the son of Rabbi Togaman, who was the founder of the biggest yeshiva in 
Demona. He's one of 12 children. Uh, six of those children are currently serving in the reserves in Gaza. Six. Akiva himself is married, has five kids. All right? And on many Shabbatot, particularly on Kabbalat Shabbat, Akiva is the shaliach tzibur, because we don't have a rabbi, we choose somebody, go up and sing, and he sings, and his singing is divine, truly divine, I wouldn't miss it for the world, but several Shabbatot ago, Akiva gets up to give Kabbalat Shabbat, and it was, you know, again, <laughs> unexceptionally, extraordinarily beautiful, breathtaking, singing and davening. And there was one real exception, that Akiva Togaman, who just sold out Madison Square Garden, is standing up there singing with a uh, SIR 5.56 automatic rifle on his back. Because Akiva Togaman, when he's not up there leading services in Zichon Baruch, is serving in Milouin with the Golani Brigade. Now, where in the world are you going to have one of the leading entertainers of any society, really, who not only is the son of the head of yeshiva and one of 12 kids, six of, two are serving, six of whom are serving in Milouim, and he has five kids, and he's leading services, and when he's not leading services, he's up defending the state of Israel and risking his life. Where do you see anything like that anywhere in the world? And more than that, Akiva's not unusual. Those of you who watch Fauda, you know, Idan Ramadi, uh, one of the stars of Fauda, recently went into reserve duty, was seriously wounded, in Gaza with his combat engineer battalion. Yedin Gelman, I know everybody saw the movie um, Portrait of Victory, a Hebrew-Israeli movie. He's the star of that movie. Uh, you want to see this, he's quite gorgeous. Um, is an officer in our Delta Force in, in uh, Seret Matkal, was seriously wounded rescuing hostages on October 7th, left his you know, theater, left his set, and went running off. 80% of Israelis have volunteered in one way or another, they're giving blood, they're picking fruit, they're bringing food to the displaced, bringing hot food to the soldiers, bringing equipment. 80% of Israeli society, 360,000 Israelis have responded to the call for the reserve duty. Most reserve duty, most reserve units reported between 100 and 150% response to the call up. 360,000 reservist friends is the equivalent of 20 million Americans. That's more Americans than served in World War II. We had a breakdown of the details of our state on October 7th. But what we've seen in action in Israel is truma. And it's not only in Israel. It's here in the American Jewish community. I have been in more communities <laughs> than I can recall over the last few weeks. And the outpouring of giving, of generosity, of donations, of truma, for Israel and the Jewish people has just been unprecedented. And I get up here and I gotta tell you, I'm kind of choked up. It's hard for me to even talk about it. It is so overwhelming. What we are doing today and what we have to do in the future is build the Mishkan. The Mishkan is our society. The Mishkan is our state. The Mishkan is our people. And we have to meet it halfway. It's not. The divinity is in the details. But in the Mishkan resides hope, resides a brighter future. And together, as we did in the desert over 3,000 years ago, when we did really a people alone in that desert, by staying together, by 
making that donation, by meeting God halfway, we built the Mishkan, we built the people, and we're still here today. And we will be in the future. Shabbat Shalom to everybody. Thank Ambassador Michael Lauren, who will be joining us after Shabbat services in Barad Hall. Please make sure you join.